to you. Good morning, good morning. Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs to you. But hey, Mimi belongs. Tap in and tell me what's going on with you. Inbox me later. Victory belongs to you. Hey, Sheree, to you. Victory belongs 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 to you. Thank you. Good morning, Angela. Hey, Angela Ingram. Victory belongs to you. It's the song I woke up with this morning by Todd Delaney. I've been playing it all morning, just the hook. <laughs> Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs to you. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Victory belongs to you. Woo! Come on. Victory belongs to you. Oh my God. Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to you. Woo! Victory belongs to you. Come on. <laughs> Type that in the comments. Victory belongs. Victory belongs to Jesus. You. Mm -mm -mm. Victory belongs to you. Lex, now if you're going to come in here, you're going to have to be saved and sit down. Victory belongs to you. Woo! Thank you for sharing. Victory belongs to you. Woo, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Victory belongs to you. Come on. Victory belongs to you. Oh, my God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. See, victory belongs to Jesus, but because we are in Christ Jesus, it belongs to us. Victory belongs to you. Woo! Come on. Victory belongs to you. Come on. Woo! Thank you. Victory belongs to Hazel. Come on. <laughs> Y'all know singing ain't my thing, but victory belongs to you. Woo! Hey, victory belongs to Nikki, come on, hey, victory belongs 
to you. Come on, y'all. Victory belongs to the Shana. Yeah. Victory belongs to you. Come on, my God. Victory belongs to you. Come on, Deshay. Victory belongs to you. Come on, my God. With that comes everything. Healing belongs to you. Come on, y'all. Come on. Healing belongs to you. Sing it with me. Come on. My God. Come on. All of that that's wrapped in Jesus. Provision belongs to you. Come on. Woo! Provision belongs to you. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Protection belongs to you. Come on. Oh, my God. Protection belongs to you. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Victory belongs to you. Come on. I'm going to do it a couple more times. Victory belongs to you. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Provision belongs to you. Come on, my God. Healing belongs to you. Come on. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Whatever it is, whatever you stand in need of, it already belongs to you because your victory is sealed. No, sir. Your victory is sealed in Jesus. The promises of God are yes and amen. God loves you. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. He just will not. Provision belongs. Protection belongs. Security belongs. Woo! Your identity belongs to Jesus. Like all of that is wrapped in Jesus who died, who was bruised, woo, who took on our afflictions. And if you can become married to that, if that can become your way of thinking and your thought process, you will understand that you already walk in victory. Come on. Can you put that in your comments? I already walk in victory. It's a win-win. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter what's going on, you already walk in victory. Can you put that in your comments? Can you put that in your notes? I'm already sealed to the day of uh, redemption. I'm already sealed. I walk in victory. I already walk. Yeah, Ebony, you already walk in victory. Yes, Cheryl, healing, protection, provision, all of that belongs. It doesn't just belong to you. It belongs to your children and your children's children. It is part of your inheritance that comes from the Lord. You are sealed in that. Ooh! God never leaves you. God never forsakes you. Oh my God. Oh my God. The redemptive power of his love created victory. With John 3, 16, we've been counting that and saying that all our life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall have life. Come on. And not perish. I will not perish. Ooh! I will not perish. So even if it looks strange, woo, all things, come on, are working together for your good. If I, my God, can I tell you, can I tell you, I have me saying in my, in my head, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Like that's my whole, like that's my whole tagline. 
All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Why? Because my victory is already sealed in Jesus Christ. It's not sealed in no man. It's not sealed in a job position. Come on, y'all. It's not sealed in friendships. It's not sealed in my parents. My victory is sealed in Christ Jesus. I win no matter what. And even if it doesn't look like it worked out according to how I wanted it to work out, I know for a fact, it's a stated fact. I know for a fact that God has a plan for me and his ways are higher than my ways and his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And so even if I don't hear a promise, yes, for what I thought I wanted, I know for a fact God has a plan for me. And whatever the circumstance and situation is that I'm facing, he has already created me to conquer. Oh, come on. I'm just trying to charge you up. I want you to put that in your notes. I was created to conquer. Oh, come on. I was created to conquer. I was created to conquer sickness. I was created to conquer disease. I was created to conquer poverty. I was created to conquer lack. Whatever the generational situations, unhappiness, uh, worry, all those generational things sometimes that are put on us or shown to us culturally by others, you were already created to conquer that. And you don't conquer that in your own strength. You don't even do that on your own. It's not even for you to do on your own. You conquer that. Come on. Come on. Because when you heavy and when you laden and when you burden, you conquer that because you bring it to Jesus. This is not about self-sufficiency. This is not about self-sufficiency. This is about a God dependency and a sufficiency that we find in Jesus. When I conquer, I'm not conquering on my own. I'm not even fighting on my own. This light momentary affliction that I'm going through, come on, I'm conquering through Christ Jesus. So whatever I've been carrying, Irish, whatever has me overwhelmed, whatever has me consumed, now, guess what? I'm going to pick it up. Remember the rule. If I can't hold it in my hands, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to place it in the hands of my father. I have need of you today. As a matter of fact, I have need of you for the rest of my life. I have need of you for my life. I cannot do life without you. I cannot do LMJ ministries without you. I cannot mother without you. I cannot become a wife again without you. I cannot be single without you. I cannot, I don't heal myself. My body needs you. Come on, my mind needs you. I cannot walk without you. I need your word to light my feet. I need your word to be a lamp. Come on, I cannot fight this battle. This battle is too much for me. And when you yield in such a way that you allow the Lord, come on, y'all. When you yield in such a way that you allow the Lord to fight the battles, when you yield in such a way that you place it in God's hand, I promise you, you are coming out with a win-win. You never lose when God is in control. You never lose when, when God is in control. You never lose when God is on the scene, you never, you never lose. You never, ever, ever lose because every promise of God is yes 
and amen. And just because it's delayed, Valerie, oh, come on. Just because it's delayed, Cheryl, just because it's delayed, Angela, just because it's delayed, Patsy, does not mean it's going to not going to happen. The delay is not a denial. The delay is repositioning you so that you can walk into more of God's favor. Ooh! The delay is repositioning so that you can walk into more of God's protection. The delay is repositioning so you can walk into more of God's provision. Woo! A delay is not a denial. A delay is simply a strategy of God. Woo! And sometimes it's to humble your heart. And sometimes it's to root out the things in your life that do not align with where you're going. But the delay is repositioning you and it's producing patience. And the delay is repositioning you and it's producing endurance. And the delay is repositioning you and it's producing character. And the delay is reproducing you and it's producing in character in integrity. So whatever you feel like you are delayed in, woo, it is just repositioning you so that you can walk more in God's favor, so you can stand in the grace of God, so God can lift you up in this situation, and so that God can get all of the glory. He don't want anybody else woo, to say they did that. He don't want anybody else to say they prayed that. He don't want any, he don't even want you to try to take a claim or victory for what is happening in your life. Oh, that's a smooth transition. See, sometimes we worry about transitions, but that's a smooth transition. Okay, I want to give you something. I was going to get into the rich young ruler today, but I'm probably still not going to get there till Tuesday. But I want to give you something that God gave me this morning. And I'm going to set the scene, scene for you. And I'm excited to share this with you because I got further confirmation on it, on something I had watched last night. We're going to go over to James for just a second. Oh, come on. We're going to go over to James for just a second. Um, God is looking for you. Like God is always looking to connect to you. God is always looking for the relationship with you. God is not like when we read the word, we see ourselves in the word. We see God in the word. But we're not just reading the word to say, oh, okay, I read the word today. That's not why we're reading the word. We're reading the word to get familiar with the character and the nature of God. We're reading the word so that our minds can be renewed um, into who we are in Christ Jesus. Because a lot of what we believe um, or have been taught sometimes is not what God says. So let me tell you this. So yesterday, I was sitting in the car. First of all, let me tell y'all my testimony. So this ring here, my mother gave me this jewelry set. It's a so it means a whole lot to me because it came from my mom. This I don't I, I don't know why, but this I lo I've lost this ring twice, um, and it's crazy. But um, each time I've lost the ring, I've prayed a specific thing. Well, yesterday I when I went to go get my nails done, I had to take it off, and I had stuck it in my pocket, and. Um, it fell out and I did not know it. So when I got home, I had two in there. I took the other ring out. I'm just going to tell you how God is working in this season. I know it was a God thing. Um, and so I took the ring out. I get home. I can't find the ring anywhere in the house and my nail shop is not far from me. So I shoot over there to my nail shop <laughs> and I walk in the door and I had already prayed. I said, Lord, I'm not losing nothing in this season. Did y'all hear me? I said, Lord, I'm not losing nothing in this season. I just said, I'm not losing nothing in this season. If it belongs to me, I'm just not losing nothing in this season. I'm not even okay. Uh, forgive me for my carelessness. 
but I am not losing anything in this season. Lord, I'm just not going to lose it. If it belongs to me, it's mine. I'm not losing anything in this season. That's that's how I'm speaking. That's how I'm talking. That's what I'm saying to myself. Lord, I'm just not about to lose anything in this season. So I go back over to the nail shop and I walk in. I say, hey, I need to know if I left this ring here. It was so funny. I'm like, I need to know if I left this ring here. And she looks up at me and the lady says, yeah, but it wasn't in the nail shop. Somebody found it in the parking lot. <laughs> Now, of all the places they could have returned it because it was in a strip. She was like, somebody found it in the parking lot and they brought it back into the building. And I just got in, I got in the car and I just began to thank God. And I told him, I said, you have proved yourself to be faithful, even in my carelessness. Ooh! I told him that. I said, you have proved yourself to be faithful to me. Even in my care, even in my carelessness, you have proved yourself to be faithful to me. Got my ring, put it on my finger, came to my house and praised him. I said, what a perspective to gain that even in my carelessness that you have proved yourself to be faithful for me, to me. And I just begin to thank him and I just begin to bless his name. And I just begin to say, oh Lord, even you make my mistakes prosper. Come on, y'all. Even in it. So I slid it on my finger and I just said, this is proof. I'm not losing nothing in this season. If you told me I could have it, if you belong to me, I'm not losing nothing in my season. So I just wanted to give you that an encouragement, right? I'm not losing nothing in my season. And even in my carelessness, you are faithful. So I'm going to show you this. So yesterday I went to go get Josiah. And as I go get Josiah, I am sitting in the parking lot and I'm, I'm there way ahead of time. And I'm going to tell you something. My thoughts that I would have, I was having in that moment had shifted to some really weird thoughts. I'm just going to be honest. It just shifted to some really weird thoughts, some thoughts that were not like God. Anybody been there before? Um, just in a place and all of a sudden some strange thoughts or some weird thoughts or some whatever thoughts come. So I'm sitting there and my thoughts, like my thoughts, the thoughts are just not like God. They're just not holy. They're just not um, good thoughts. They're just not thoughts that are like God. And I'm sitting there and I have something that I have been training myself because a lot of things in the word of God, when we learn them, we have to train ourselves in them. It doesn't happen immediately. We have to practice. We have to do, be doers of the word. So when I find my thoughts going there, I always, you know, this is not pure. This is not lovely. This is not a good report. Um, and then I, I, I find myself saying, James, the scripture, I'm always like, therefore, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he's going to flee from me, flee, flee to you. And so I was sitting there as I'm having these thoughts and I'm going through these thoughts and I, I just get impartation and revelation that Lord, you want these thoughts too. <laughs> like there is no fear, no worry, no anxiety, no air, air. Like you want these thoughts. You don't want me to hide from you because I'm having these thoughts. And I was watching a reel the other day and the young lady was like, it's in our nature to run and to hide from God. And I'm like, she is so right. In our nature, we run and we hide from God, uh, especially when there are thoughts that we're having or there's a stronghold or something that we have in our life that's not like God because shame and all of these other things have a shackled and condemnation that does not come from God and shame that does not come from God have a shackle. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can bring these unhealthy, impure thoughts to you. Oh, that's, 
there's the relationship. Like I can bring, it's it's not even a, a it ain't, it's I can bring. <laughs> Come on, y'all. I can bring this to you too. I can bring whatever I'm thinking in this moment that feels not right or just I can I can bring this to you. I can bring these you want this level of relationship with me that whatever these thoughts are, whatever is going on in my head, I don't have to hide it. I don't have to try to fix it myself. It's not even for me to fix. Philippians 1 and 6 tells me you complete me. You fix me. You finish me. And I'm watching and I'm after I go through my series and come back into my space. And then he brings me confirmation of what he's saying to me through a video I'm watching. And this young lady is saying the same thing that the Lord has spoken to me, saying the Lord has spoken to her. Like, I want this part of you. I want the dirty parts. I want the impure parts. I want the rough parts. I want uh, I want you to submit all of this to me. Woo! I want you to give me all the parts of you. I want the confused parts. I want all of this from you. I don't want you to hide your deficiencies from me. I don't want you to hide your insecurities from me. I don't want you to hide your fear from me. I don't want you to hide your worry from me. And I'm not asking you to fix it. Ooh, come on, y'all. He's not, I'm not asking you to fix it. Like, I'm not, you can, all the self-help books, all the whatever, I'm not asking you to fix it. I'm asking you to bring it to me, right? Because any desire, come on now, that I have inside of me um, can be manufactured by the human heart. Ooh, come on, I'm going to teach you something this morning. The human heart, there's a scripture that says the heart is above all is deceitful. Ooh, so the human heart, oh my God, the human heart, come on now, manufactures desires frequently that are selfish. Ooh, the human heart frequently the human heart manufactures desires that are selfish. They can be little desires that are selfish to big desires that are selfish, right? And then anytime we feel like those desires are being prevented, um, the enemy just is crafty to pull us into a space to want more. It's just, it's just how it just how it happened. So our our natural tendency is to go or to get what we want or to do what we think will, will make whatever our thoughts are, oh, come on, happen, right? So we don't receive, if you back up in James, he says, you don't receive what you want from God because you ask with wrong motives, right? So when we get it and we start going into idolatry and all of this other stuff, right? Well, when we don't bring, come on, Holy Spirit, when we don't bring our unpure thoughts to God, that's pride. That's pride. That's pride. When we don't bring our unpure thoughts, our unpure ways, uh, our things, the things that we think that we realize we know we're not necessarily what when we don't bring those thoughts to God, those that's pride. God says he resists the proud. Woo! That's pride. When I don't bring my impure thoughts or whatever I am, have going on in my life, to God, that's pride. You can't hide from God. God already sees and knows. So when I'm in pride, then I place myself in opposition to God. 
Come on. Somebody help me this morning. When I'm in pride, I'm placing myself in opposition to God because what I'm attaching myself to is the thoughts. And I'm also attaching myself to the self-sufficiency. I hear you, Holy Spirit, making me think that I have more control over the circumstance, over the situation than I really do. When at the moment I begin to recognize this is not a thought to God, it's a thought that needs to be surrendered and submitted to the only one that can fix it and change it. Ooh, come on now. So I'm placing myself into opposition to God because I'm attached to the thought or I'm attached to the world or I'm attached to the ideally or I'm attached to the fear or I'm attached to the worry or I'm attached to the anxiety or I'm attached to sexual, sexual impurity. Whatever it is, I'm attached to that, right? And anytime I'm attached to something like this and I'm proud, pride imitates the king of pride, which is Satan. Pride imitates the king of pride, who is Satan. Anytime we are pride, powerful, we are imitating the king of pride, which is Satan. Woo! And anytime we imitate the king of pride, which is Satan, it grows. So the thoughts don't go away. Come on. When I try to handle the thoughts on my own, woo! and then thoughts become actions. Oh my God. So the thoughts don't go away when I try to handle thoughts on my own. And then thoughts becomes actions. Woo! Thoughts becomes actions, right? So then James says here, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. The number way, God, a two and a half, maybe three years ago, this is where my victory really started happening. Whatever I was emotionally dealing with, wherever my mind was, whatever my thoughts were, immediately. So if it was anxiety and I found myself anxious, hey, Lord, this anxiety don't come from you. And then the next thing I would quote in my mouth, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. I'm anxious. <laughs> I'm anxious. Like I'm anxious. I don't even know where this anxiety coming from. Bringing him my weakness and stop stopping myself from trying to fight it on my own. Woo! Bringing him my weakness and stopping it, stopping him from trying to fight it on my own. I'm not going to try to fight this on my own. I, I'm not going to try to fight. I can't fight this. Oh, that's been my problem. I've been trying to fight stuff on my own, in my own strength. And you have to be careful because yes, we meditate the word of God. Yes, we have confessions, but you got to make sure that you don't have pride in your own prayer life and in your confessions. You'll be so proud that, oh, I know how to do spiritual warfare, that you're not really surrendering Woo! what you have going on. Submitting to God. God, I'm too weak to handle this. God, I'm too weak. I'm too weak to handle this. God, I, I, I see this man, but I'm not getting ready to lust after him, but I'm too weak to handle this. I, 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 I see this opportunity or I'm looking at this thing and I know it's not from you, but I'm too weak to handle this. Come on now. I'm too weak. I'm too weak to handle this. So then I'm surrendering, come on y'all, to God as the final authority. Woo! Romans 12 and 12, 1 and 2. 
Submit, come on, come on, submit yourself. Um, commit, your, commit yourself as a living sacrifice, right? That'll be pleasing to God so that you'll know his ways. I'm paraphrasing, right? So I submit to him as the final authority. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. And if I found myself in a repetitive, repetitive um, practice, which is a stronghold, the only way this wicked imagination, this stronghold is going to go away is that I admit my weaknesses and I submit my weaknesses to God. And then I ask him to help <laughs> and I bring him in on it. It's not for me to fight it on my own. Yes, you are feeling what you are feeling. Feelings indicate something else is going on. But whatever you got going on in your thought process and in your life, it's just going to take another act of surrender. If you truly going to be led in this next season, reposition to prosper, walking all that God has for you, then it's going to take a level of surrender in your thought life that doesn't put your utter dependency on you, but it puts your utter dependency on God. Let me give you another couple of scriptures and we're going to get out of here. We're going to skip over to 2 Corinthians and we're going to go over to 10 and 4. And it says, um, to 4. So it says 10 and 4. It says, I beg you not. Know, it says, for although we live in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh, since the weapons of our warfare are not flesh, but are powerful through God for the demolition of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ, right? So when we talk about these strongholds, Paul isn't talking about something physical. Woo! Come on. He's talking about the lives, the patterns of our thoughts that lead us astray and hold us hostage. Ah, oh, Come on. He's talking about the patterns of thoughts that lead us astray and hold us hostage. Come on now. That's what he's talking about. So as I'm sitting in the car and I'm having these impure thoughts, whatever the thoughts were, right? The thoughts were not like God. I'm having to bring him these thoughts. And sometimes it seems embarrassing and sometimes it seems shameful, but God would rather have your embarrassing thoughts, your insecurity, your fear, your worry, your sexual immorality, whatever you're having, God would rather have it so that he can complete you, so that he could finish you, so that he could move you from one place to the other. Come on, y'all. So, so Paul isn't talking about physical strongholds, but he's talking about pattern of thoughts, patterns of thoughts that also lead you into addictive behavior that you may not even know you got. Strongholds can only be demolished by God. You cannot demolish your strongholds. You cannot demolish your strongholds. Your thought patterns will not change on their own. You don't have the capacity of strength. Whatever exalts itself above the knowledge of God, Julia, has to be dealt with with the knowledge of God. Woo! Come on. Whatever exalts itself above the knowledge of God has to be dealt with with the knowledge of God. Woo! Jesus told the disciples, John 8 and 32, the truth 
will set you free, right? So the living word connects me to the knowledge of God. So when the thoughts are coming, I take them captive by submitting. Woo! I I'm too I ain't I'm too weak. <laughs> I ain't strong enough for this. I need your help in this matter. For some reason, I keep returning to this same place. And guess what's going to happen? Because I submit those thoughts, those thoughts to God, and I bring them to him, guess what he's going to do? He's going to help me because the word says he is a present help in a time of trouble. He ain't no delay. He's, he's a present help in a time of trouble. That's deep. That's deep. But can I tell you something? Can I tell you what the Lord showed me and said to me? He said to be able to go into this next season and to be able to conquer. And I heard Pastor Eugene Whitmore say the same thing. To be able to go in this next season, to be able to conquer. There's some stuff you're going to have to leave behind you. There's some thoughts. There's some ways. There's some things in you that you don't even haven't even recognized are in you, that if you don't bring yourself before the Lord for a living inspection. See, a lot of us be waiting on the inspection to happen in heaven. Oh, when I get to heaven, he going to tell me about my good word. No, you need a living inspection. You need the Holy Spirit to search the deep places in your heart in a living inspection. You need to say, I need a living inspection, Lord, for him to search the places in my heart that do not align, that do not look like, um, that do not present, do not bring him glory. I, I have to ask myself, when I desire something, how does this benefit or advance God's agenda for my life? And then if it doesn't, I need you to help me. <laughs> if it doesn't, I need you to help me because for some reason, my heart still desires this. Woo. So for you to walk and possess the territory, it's some stuff you can't take with you in this next season. And when I see heard Pastor Eugene said it, I said, this is confirmation. There's some stuff. There's some ways. There's some ideas. There's some thought processes. There's some ways you handle things. There's some ways you talk. There's some people you're around. There's just all kinds of things that you don't need to take with you into the next season. It'll, it'll destroy, it'll hinder, it'll limit your capacity to be effective. There's some old you that still exists that doesn't need to go in the new places that God is trying to tell you. We've been asking for new territory. Enlarge my territory. Keep me from evil. Do no harm. Well, you, I want you to enlarge my territory, but whatever, don't need to go with me to the new territory. I don't want to take it to take it with me. So search my heart, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a steadfast spirit. I'm bringing the impure things. I'm bringing the things that I would think I should be shamed, ashamed of before God to you and asking you, I need your help. This is it. I, I need your I need your help. I'm gonna need your help to get to the next phase. I'm gonna need your help to get to the next level. I'm gonna need your help to walk in a better me. I'm not gonna be able to walk in a better me on my own. I'm gonna need your help.
for me to be able to walk into the things. I'm bringing myself before you. Woo! I'm bringing myself. There's some ways that I have that are not like you, that are not pleasing to you. There's some intimidation in me. There's some insecurity in me. There's some fear in me. There's some anxiety in me. There's some worry in me. There's some whatever it is. There's some sexual immorality in me. There's some things in me that does not line with you. There's some impure things in me that I need help with and I cannot do it. So I'm bringing my fragile self. Woo! I'm bringing my prideful self. I'm making myself vulnerable before you that I need you to search me because I'm going to need your help on this. This is it. I'm going to need your help. And, and this is Holy Week, right? What a best, what the, this is the best time for you to allow God to inspect you because this is Holy Week. This is Holy Week. Lord, I'm holy. I'm for, he said, be holy for I am holy. This is Holy Week. This is what a better week for God to accept you. I got up this morning. Presented some stuff for him. I took communion. I said, Lord, I want to reset some things in my life so that I can walk into the fullness. Uh, the fullness, right? I want to walk, I want to, I want to walk into the fullness of who you calling me to be. I want to be exactly who you want me to be. I don't want to be afraid of being an outlier. I don't want to be afraid of being different. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to hide myself from man. Cause I'm afraid of what man thinks and here you are trying to open me up for something more than I could ever create for myself. So father God, I thank you for your word this morning. Do a deeper inspection, Woo! do a deeper inspection, do a deeper inspection, search us, clean us up, pull us into a place and a position that looks more like you, Woo! you are, you are, we are designed to be in the image of Christ Jesus. Pull us into a deeper place and inspection that looks more like you. That's good, Nia. Nia said, don't let me be offended when you show me me. Woo! Cause, cause can I tell you something? Once you get offended, you, you'll, it, it'll be hard for you to come back. And if the word comes through somebody else, be okay with it. If you know it's someone they, that loves you and they bring it to you in love, be okay with it. Yeah, that's so powerful. And do not let me become offended when you show me me. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. God wants to do more for you than you can even imagine. I'm just telling you. Father God, I thank you that you open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Do a deeper work in us, Lord God. Yeah, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Woo. Holy Spirit, comfort, teach, instruct. Woo. We surrender to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry, go over to the website, lmjministries.org. You can give there. We have Feed the Streets this month, April the 22nd. We're going to get our meal kits. The Lord was reminding me, especially in Little Rock, in wake of the storm, how important Feed the Streets is going to be for the homeless because so many resources are going to storm victims. He's like, Lakeisha, these bags going to be more important than you know. So getting that Feed the Streets, getting out there, uh, witnessing and ministering to those 
Um, so you can go to the website, you can give there or you cash app us dollar sign LMJ M I N I S T R Y. Um, and then I'm gonna give you one more thing, but I want to remind you, hey, go get your copy of the book. <laughs> People have been buying them like crazy. Go get your copy of the book. You need to go get your copy of the you need to get your copy of the book. You need to get your copy of the book. Go get 30 days of prayer if you haven't bought a copy of it. Buy some. Somebody called me and said, let me get 10. I'm going to give them away as Mother's Day gift. What an amazing Mother's Day gift and teaching a mother to pray or giving her tools that she needs to pray. So go get your copy of the book. You can find it on the website. Um, second thing is, if you have, um, if you don't know Jesus, <laughs> like if you don't know Jesus, third thing, if you don't know Jesus, it's probably the deepest thing. And thank you for those of y'all that have already bought the book. Um, if you don't know Jesus, man, I promise you, I promise you, I could not show up here every day without Jesus. I can't parent without Jesus. I can't be a good friend without Jesus. I can't be a good mother without Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, um, I need you today. If you feel that tug pull, we're going to make a statement of faith. Um, dear Jesus, um, Oh, thank you, Lord. Dear Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. You need a savior. And then you need to allow him to become Lord over your life. Look at all of y'all talking about you got yours. I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. Thank y'all. Um, I promise you um, the Lord is working, doing, and moving um, and I'm so grateful. Um, Saturday prayer call, ladies, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. We'll see you there. Um, invite a friend in. Um, invite somebody to the devotional. On Fridays, I want us to start inviting like 10 people on the devotional that you know. Just even that morning, say, hey, come on and get up on the devotional. I just want everybody to start inviting like 10 people in. Um, I'll um, see Saturday, Monday. Replay Monday and then back in this game. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you so much. Go be love today. Um, let love be an expression of everything you do. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brittany, you can order the book on lmjministries.org. I thought I had the link, but I don't want to. So you can order the book on lmjministries.org. If you go over there to the shop, you can get the book there. Peace. Love y'all. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.